Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. As we're the next instalment of Acts, we're in the middle of Stephen's speech to the Sanhedrin. Um, the Sanhedrin is sort of the ruling council. He's defending himself. Uh, Roz uh, helped us look at the start of it yesterday. Um, and uh, he was speaking about Abraham. And in his speech, he moves on to this bit to speaking about Joseph. So let me read it. It's there on the screen. He continues. He says, because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with Joseph and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So Pharaoh made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Then a famine struck all Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering, and our ancestors could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he, he, sent, out, he sent our forefathers on their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was, and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father Jacob and his whole family, 75 in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt, where he and our ancestors died. Their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought from the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. So a couple of days ago, I took a um, funeral of a dear and wonderful member of our church, uh, Peter Harvey, husband of Julia. And Julia, who's equally wonderful, as she generally is, is on HDC Daily this morning, also with Sarah, their daughter. Uh, Peter had been in a care home for the last few years, and as we gathered in the crematorium chapel earlier this week, I reminded the 10 of us there, who uh, was the maximum allowed in funerals at the moment, I reminded each person and myself that in amongst the right grief and sadness at Peter's death, there was a hope, a hope that Jesus had called Peter home to be with him in heaven. And that is the truth for all followers of Jesus, that in the future, we will be at home with Jesus. We are a pilgrim people on this earth. We will be at home with Jesus in heaven. And yet, you know, for all of us right now, it is actually the opposite way round. Right now, it is not we that are at home with Jesus, but Jesus, he is at home with us by his spirit, his spirit living in us. You see, at the start of Acts, with the ascension of Jesus and the sending of the Spirit at Pentecost, the early believers, they pointed out again and again that God is not confined to a specific holy place, a temple. No, God, he's a missionary God who is at home in us, his people. God is a pilgrim God, just as we are a pilgrim people. God is a God who is on the move and on the march, always calling his people out on fresh adventures and accompanying us and directing us as we go. And that's why Stephen, that's why he's got in trouble. Back in chapter 6, verse 13, we're told that the charges against him are that this fellow never stops speaking against this holy place, the temple. And by the end of Stephen's speech, and we'll see in a few days' time, at the end of Acts 7, Stephen says, verse 48, he says, The Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. As the prophet says, and that's Isaiah, As the prophet says, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? You see, Stephen's saying, by quoting Isaiah, that human man-made temple should never have been thought of in any literal sense as God's home. 
Now, how can the maker of everything be contained in a little building? God is a pilgrim God. He's not confined to one place. And that's what we saw through Abraham yesterday. The God of glory we heard yesterday appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia. That's what Stephen says, Mesopotamia, miles away from Jerusalem. And then as we turn to Joseph today, it's exactly the same point. I don't know if you noticed, six times in these verses, Egypt is mentioned. Six times. Egypt, it's a totally pagan place, it's seen as. A totally surprising context for God to be present and for God to be at work in Egypt. And yet there, in Egypt, with Joseph as a foreigner and a slave, what do we read? We read, end of verse 9, but God was with Joseph. God was with Joseph and rescued him from all his troubles. And in the next paragraph, we read uh, that God's not just with Joseph, but he's with all Joseph's family as they travel down to Egypt too. And so here's the encouragement today. The temple was never really the literal place where God dwelt. Jesus came and he fulfilled that. Jesus was the true temple where God truly dwelt. And then as Jesus ascended to heaven and he said, I will come and I will make my home in all believers, in, in you and me, by my spirit. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. And so here's the encouragement. Joseph reminds each of us that even with whatever we're involved in, even if we feel it's in a place that seems very anti-Christian, very far from God, maybe our work or our home or our Instagram post or whatever it might be, it may seem a surprising context for God to be present. And yet if we are there, then God is there. For God is with us and at work in us and through us. And thinking about this season of lockdown, even if we're still not able to step foot inside our church building, even if we haven't had church services there since March in the midst of all the difficulties, that is okay because God is not tied to a building, but God is tied to his people. In fact, he's not just tied to us, but he is at home in us. Where we go, he goes. As with Joseph, our pilgrim God will be with us and he will rescue us from all our troubles. Amen. Thanks, Jago. Before Jago spoke, we interceded for our world with so many big issues that we are facing. And after Jago spoke, we prayed that we would know hope for the future, that we will one day be at home with Jesus but also that we would know our hope for today, that Jesus is at home with us and working through us in all our different contexts, that we would also know that God is a pilgrim God and we are a pilgrim people, that God is on the move and on the march. He is always calling his people on fresh adventures and accompanying us and directing us, that we would know what God is calling us to and that God, he rescues us from our troubles. And we also prayed for our Sunday service, for, for people who don't yet know him to take part in our service, and that God, he would meet each person and be at work in us and through us by his Holy Spirit. Amen.